get things going here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway 2022. Here we go. Power's got that inside line where it's a little wetter. Palo is on the outside where it seems somewhat drier. Callum Eilat in that red, but rather that green, white and black car. 3-4 back on the inside. It's Scott Dixon up the inside. Four wide there, a little further back up on the curb there. Oh, that's Christian Lundgaard, the red-white car off in the grass just up ahead. That stacks up everybody behind. Red sidewall tires. The Reds have been the preferred all weekend as we see a car around. Looks like Graham Rahal, Marcus Erickson backwards in turn seven. This is going to be fascinating. Colton Herta gets to the front straightaway. Will Power on slicks trying to get temperature. Hill comes Herta. Going to be close. His old teammate Pato Award there from Indy Lights. Here he is wheel to wheel with Power. That one's easily done. Now he can begin the chase on Pato Award. There's Pato Award. Oh, look out! Big, nice big save sideways. Nice save from Colton Herta. That was unbelievable. Here it comes. Oh my God, that was handwork. That was footwork. That was everything he could do all the way on the lock stops. There was nothing left. BK's been hard to pass and it's shoulder to shoulder contact there. Eilat gets pushed off and here comes Pagino back around the outside. Here comes Colton Herta, and then Pato Award is just behind. It's going to be close here. Inside line for Herta, wheel to wheel with Rosenquist. The Gamebridge Honda prevails. Kirkwood right behind. Dixon in the mix. There's Colton Herta. Here are the Arrow McLaren SP twins. Slick tires, wet racetrack. It's Watch out. Colton Herta shaking all over. It's Kumasato on the outside of Jack oh, Harvey and Award. Teammates, contact, nose to nose. He tried to go, Pato Award tried to go through on Colton Herter. It did not work out, and it's worked out even worse for his teammates. Sato goes around. And look at the rain is coming. This is huge for Rossi. Caution is out. Look at this fight going on here. Pato Award, Callum Eilat, and then you got Will Power all looking to go up the inside of Marcus Ericsson. Three wide. Erickson gets shoved out and he loses three spots in one corner. There's a race off pit road, Lee. Pato Award on slicks. McLaughlin on slicks. Colton Herta on slicks. This is going to be crazy. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Look how close this is with McLaughlin as he edges out ahead of Colton Herta. Pretty sure he beat me out there, but just take a look. You may see some of the leaders come down. They Colton are. Herter right there. He's coming down pit road to give up the lead or give up second place, Kevin, to put on those rain tires. And then those that just came in a little bit earlier, where is that going to shake out? So Colton Herter coming in. But as Brian said, hey, everybody, as far as the top 15 or 20 was in the same situation, Colton coming in, going to the wet Firestones. Green flag is out. That means you can pass as soon as the green flag is waving. You do not have to wait for the start finish line. And Colton Herter is not waiting at all right on the gearbox of Pato Award on the inside into turn one. No way that Award's going to be able to hold off her there. Inside, plus five behind him. Wets versus Slicks. Man, he did a better job than way I thought. Way better that. job than I thought. That thing was amazing on Slicks in the wet. Assembly of the car. Marcus Erickson in that white and red Husky Chocolates car has gone past Montoya. The Swedish driver is on the move. So he's going to come from the back of the field into the top five, maybe even into the top four. Look out, out. Look Marcus out. Erickson making that move on Connor Daly for P4, the sneaky Swede, guys. He is loving it, these conditions. He's relishing this opportunity. Meanwhile, look at Colton Herta, who apparently just went off. He has a six-second lead on Pagino at the last timing stripe, and it looks like he's held on to it. But Herta 
charging 10 tenths and opening up a gap. He lost three seconds with that bobble. Okay, that's Montoya. Montoya is out of the race after such a positive run. Guys, this is going to bring out a caution and yeah, end this is. race. Great team effort, even though there were high emotions and some doubts. But I think this is my most fun win ever. Let's bring it home, buddy. <laughs> bring it home. The 22-year-old Californian, Colton Herter, wins the GMR Grand Prix. <laughs> to the delight of the Andretti Autosport crew, Colton Herter, one of the young faces of IndyCar, is the winner. Watch the 106th running of the Indianapolis 500, Sunday, May 29th at 11 a.m. on NBC. And it was uh, Colton Herta in the rain just one year ago uh, to take the GMR Grand Prix of Indianapolis. Uh, welcome to the Push to Pass podcast, episode uh, 25, uh, where we will be previewing uh, the aforementioned uh, GMR uh, Grand Prix that is going to be taking place this Saturday out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, as you see up on screen, uh, joining me as well as usual, uh, Josh is here with us. Uh, Josh, I know you weren't able to make it to uh, last year's uh, Grand Prix, but you uh, you've seen the uh, the highlights there. And uh, what a uh, what a win uh, for uh, for Colton Herta uh, out there in the rain in some very very <coughs> slick conditions. Yeah, yeah, it looked uh, looked like it was a, it was a it was a mess. Um, I can't imagine how those drivers were able to keep going with the uh, spray going against them, you know, and uh, trying to keep control of the car. And uh, it was a great win for Colton Herta. It may not have been the 500, but he can always say that he did win a race at the famed Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, this weekend uh, how everything uh, shakes out uh, weather-wise. Josh, if you haven't taken a look at the uh, forecast yet, uh, we may be in for the same type of weather uh, that we've seen just one year ago. Uh, obviously, uh, Mother Nature definitely plays a huge role in uh, how this uh, race is going to uh, take shape. Uh, we'll be talking about that uh, here for the next uh, uh, 50 minutes or so. Uh, also, too, uh, joining us uh, at uh, 9.20 this evening uh, will be uh, Tony Donahue, uh, head creator of Burnout Sports, and uh, he also has a uh, IndyCar uh, podcast on Burnout Sports as well. Uh, can't wait to uh, to talk to Tony. I uh, haven't seen him uh, in a while, so it's going to be good, rather, to um, uh, to catch up and uh, and have a little chat there with uh, with Tony D. Uh, but before we uh, do that, let's take a look at the schedule uh, that, uh, that we have here for the uh, Indy series. As you see, Josh, uh, we are already at uh, race number five. Uh, on this season there, uh, May 13th, uh, the uh, month that everybody uh, has been uh, anticipating, especially if you if you are in the uh, Indianapolis uh, area, Josh, you are uh, over overjoyed, I think is the uh, is the correct term when you see that uh, that calendar there turn from 
April uh, to May. Uh, we'll be on the the road course this weekend uh, myself, and I know uh, you'll be out there uh, as well on Friday. So if you do uh, happen to run into us, you know, say hi and, and tell us uh, where you uh, watch or listen to the show from. Uh, definitely uh, love to hear uh, feedback from uh, from the audience uh, that uh, that uh, watches the show uh you know week after week uh for people that uh josh for people that are familiar uh with uh, with the uh, uh indianapolis motor speedway specifically the road course design uh that we're going to uh, be seeing this weekend uh, you see right there uh, up on screen uh, this is the official track map uh, that you can get from uh, IndyCar.com uh, if you are unfamiliar uh, with the road course setup there at the infamous, as you said, uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, just some uh, some track facts and and historical data here, uh, Josh. Before we uh, you know get into things, and uh, and Tony comes on here uh, very shortly. Uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, if you didn't know, uh, two point four. Uh, mile oval uh, and then on the road course there josh uh, 14 turns that are clockwise uh, this race uh, is going to be 85 laps or 207 miles uh, taking a look at the entry list uh, that we have this weekend now uh, keep in mind the the entry list that i'm going to go over here is going to be different a little bit uh, when it comes to uh, next week or a two week show when we are previewing the, as they say at the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, the Indianapolis 500. But uh, Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, Pato Award, Elio Castroneves, Felix Rosenquist, Alexander Rossi, Marcus Erickson, Scott Dixon, Alex Pillow, Marcus Armstrong is going to be driving the number 11 car. That'll be different uh, in the 500. Uh, Will Power, Santino Ferrucci, uh, Graham Rahal, David Malukas, Connor Daly, Renus VK, uh, Colton Herta, Kyle Kirkwood, Roman Grosjean, Delvin DeFrancesca, uh, Jack Harvey, Christian Lungard, uh, Sting Rob Ray, or Sting Ray Rob, excuse me, uh, Benjamin Peterson, Simon Pagino, Callum Eilat, and Augusta Campino. Uh, it's going to be your entry list uh, for this year's uh, Grand Prix. Like I said, you're going to have some add-ons, obviously, uh, to the 500. Uh, Tony Kanaan comes to mind, which you didn't hear. And then uh, Takuma Sato uh, is going to be driving that uh, number 11 car uh, for Marcus Erickson, or not Marcus Erickson, excuse me, Marcus Armstrong and Chip Canassi. Yeah, Chip Canassi racing. Uh, let's get to some of the drivers, Josh, that are going to uh, participate uh, uh, in in this uh, uh, Grand Prix this weekend. And then I want to get your thoughts on, on your preview as well. So let's hear from the drivers themselves. GMR Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, really excited to come here. Uh, the month of May is officially started. And uh, to come as the defending 500 champion and championship leader in the NTT IndyCar series feels amazing. Uh, this road course race, first of all, it's, uh, it's an important one. You're bringing that momentum to, to the speedway and um, we're feeling good. I think we, we have some, uh, some good stuff that we've tried over the winter that should make us stronger at this type of track. So really looking forward to it. Uh, the weather might also play a factor from the forecast, so that should be interesting. So yeah, really excited to be back at Indianapolis Motor Speedway and race in front of Indianapolis. I'm uh, pretty excited about it, pretty excited to be uh, ready for the month of May. You know, we had a great test um, on the speedway. Um, obviously, the Indy Grand Prix track is a uh, track that's done very well for me. So, uh, hopefully, we can uh, 
get on the podium once again like we did last year. So uh, I look forward to that race. I always do and I look forward to the month of May. GP is coming, which means Indianapolis 500 just around the corner, but obviously GP is first, which is preparation, sort of like getting warm up for the Easy 500, but we got, got a race, so uh, hopefully we're going to have fun as well, and uh, make it ready because Easy 500 is next. Uh, Elio is absolutely right. Uh, we do have the uh, Indianapolis 500 coming up first, but uh, before we get to that, we do have a uh, Grand Prix uh, to uh, to take care of. Uh, curious to hear your thoughts. A little bit of a uh, preview of what you think uh, uh, we in the media and in the fans, uh, especially, uh, are going to see this weekend. Uh, Josh, I believe you're muted. I apologize. Uh, as I was saying, I think you're going to go out there and you're going to see some cars uh, try to um, try to win the race. You know, uh, they, they're they're not going to uh, they're on different setup than than they are on the oval. Um, it's still a points race. Uh, you, <clears throat> they're not. I don't think you're going to see any driver looking past this race to uh, to the 500. I think they all want to win this one. Because, you know, just like Colton, like I said at the top of the uh, show, Colton Herta can say that he did win at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and that, that does carry some cachet, even though it's not the 500. Um, if if the weather uh, weatherman is right and it's a little sloppy, um, I'm hoping that every everybody comes out of this uh, healthy, no big crashes, um, and that uh, every, everyone's fine and uh, can go into the uh, – go into the – Last two weeks of the of the month, uh, getting prepared and ready for the 500. Um, I have I'm looking at a big showing for uh, for Andretti. Uh, they seem to be on the uprise over the last couple races. Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of the weather, and I'm going to turn my sound down a little bit. But uh, speaking of uh, of the weather, Josh, uh, hat tip uh, to uh, at IndyCar underscore WX man. Uh, on Twitter, uh, he put out his uh, forecast yesterday, uh, Friday for qualifying. It looks like uh, right now, um, it looks like a high at 79, uh, cloudy with rain showers and thunderstorms possible. Uh, so we'll see how much that uh, that impacts uh, qualifying. And then on Saturday for the race, a uh, high of 82, uh, but uh, partly cloudy, chance of rain showers uh, primarily in the afternoon. Uh, so we'll have to see, obviously, how um, how the weather uh, plays in uh, into this. But uh, that's the forecast uh, that, that I have seen. Hopefully, you know, obviously, uh, we want to you know, ideally we'd like to have about uh, 80, uh, 85 degrees and, and sunny. Uh, but uh, if, if anybody knows anything about uh, Indiana weather, uh, unfortunately, sometimes, as as the Rolling Stones famously said, uh, you can't always get uh, what you want. But. Uh, going back uh, to uh, some more uh, facts about the race on Saturday, uh, kind of the inside uh, ball game, uh, so to say. Uh, IndyCar is going to have uh, 200 seconds total of push-to-pass uh, time, and uh, that is a maximum of 20 seconds per activation. 
And then uh, also, too, uh, for uh, uh, tire allotment, uh, IndyCar is going to allow six sets of primary tires, uh, four sets of the uh, soft red alternative tires. Imagine, too, Josh, with the uh, weather uh, forecast as it is right now, you're going to see those uh, rain slicks. Uh, out there as well and then uh one additional set of tires is going to be available to rookie drivers uh, uh um augusta campino and uh marcus armstrong are the two that and stingray rob excuse me yeah, uh, that come to mind they're gonna get too. that yeah they're gonna get those additional set of tires to be used uh during uh, friday's practice as you alluded to, uh, the 2022 uh, race winner was uh, Colton Herta in the number 26 Gainbridge Honda. Uh, on the on the pole last year, believe it or not, was uh, Will Power in the number 12 Verizon Team Penske uh, Chevrolet. Uh, he also set uh, the uh, record uh, for qualifying back on May 12, 2017, uh, with a time of one minute uh, seven seconds. So interesting to see if he'll be able to. Um, uh, to back that up as well. Uh, let's take a look at what the uh, schedule is going to uh, look like uh, this weekend for all of the uh, race events. Obviously, uh, you'll be able to catch them all on uh, Peacock. And then uh, for you radio listeners, uh, Sirius XM IndyCar Radio will have you covered uh, as well. Uh, things are going to kick off Friday, as you see, at 930. That's when the first practice is. And then uh, around uh, 1 o'clock on Friday is going to be practice number two. And then uh, that's when qualifying gets kicked off uh, around uh, 4 o'clock, uh, first round uh, group one. And then about 20 minutes uh, after that, we're going to have uh, round two, group two of qualifying. And then uh, around uh, 20 minutes after that, uh, we're going to eliminate uh, some cars there in qualifying for round two. Uh, and then uh, 20 minutes later, we're going to find out uh, who's going to uh, have the poll for Saturday's uh, GMR Grand Prix as we get down to the Firestone Fast Six. Uh, speaking of uh, Saturday, uh, we'll get up, uh, head uh, head to the track in about 11.15. Uh, that's when they're going to have about a half an hour warm-up. And then uh, 3.30, Josh, is when uh, everything's going to be kicked off. The We can officially say that the month of May is underway uh, with the GMR Grand Prix green flag dropping at 3.30. So uh, that is what... Uh, That's what the schedule uh, is going to look like. Uh, like I said, uh, me and you both uh, will be out there uh, Friday. Well, I'll be out there Friday. You'll be out there Friday. I think uh, Saturday. Uh, I know I'll be out there. Um, I, I can't remember if you have a prior uh, prior engagement or not. You don't. So uh, you, you may see us both uh, out there. So uh, definitely look forward to uh, to that. And like I said earlier, if you do see us out there, uh, you know, don't be afraid to walk up to us. We, we're not going to bite your head off. I uh, love to hear feedback from the uh, fans, uh, from the audience. And, and you know what? We also love feedback to see how we can you know, make this uh, make this podcast, make this show uh, better for you. So. Uh, Josh, anything else uh, preview wise here? I know uh, Tony's going to be should be joining us here uh, shortly. Uh, anything else you, you want to add from uh, all the parameters uh, that we talked about there, or uh, you know some of the cars maybe to uh, to watch out for here uh, coming up on Saturday? Uh, I would say uh, with this probably being Helios uh, Castroneves's last go round <clears throat> because he's uh, he's. He's getting up there in age, and you know you're you're uh, not say not saying he's not a good driver, but uh, I don't know how many more times he'll have. So hopefully, fans that are out there this uh, this coming May will uh, pay attention to him and keep an eye on him. Uh, I think he's uh, 
think he's a great driver and I think he's a great ambassador. Um, <clears throat> I look for Marcus Erickson and, uh, Pol Alexander Pol and Polo to, uh, I don't know what I had a brain fart there. Uh, <clears throat> I expect new garden and, uh, it's going to be a good race. I'm sorry. I got all kinds of, all kinds of drivers in my head right now, but I think it's going to be a good race. Hopefully the uh, weather holds up just long enough to get this in to where uh, we don't have to end on a caution this time. Do you think there'll be a, a rookie uh, potentially out of the three that we mentioned? Um, if, uh, if the weather does uh, stay as the, as the forecast predicts, is there going to be a rookie that could potentially you see uh, take advantage of that and, and, and maybe, uh, you know, squeak out a win. You know, I'd love, I'd love to see a rookie, but I just think that this road course is something, uh, something different. Um, it's, uh, you're, you're at, you're at IMS and I just don't, I don't think that the conditions being perfect, uh, help a, uh, help, help a, uh, a rookie driver. So I think, uh, rain and, possibly slick conditions aren't going to help them either. Um, it's going to, they're going to get great, uh, great, great practice for, uh, for future races, but I just don't see any rookies being able to, uh, being able to sneak out a win if, uh, even if the conditions are as bad as we're, uh, anticipating. Yeah, absolutely. And and Josh, I see that uh, that our guest uh, for this episode uh, ha has joined us. Um, this gentleman, if you don't know, uh, a great ambassador uh, to uh, to the sport. And I know he's probably going to deny that 100% because he's so humble. Uh, but uh, Tony Donahue is joining us. Uh, Tony, first and foremost, uh, glad you were able to uh, take a little bit of time out of your busy schedule during the week to uh, join us. Uh, it's been a while since uh, we've been able to uh, talk. A lot of things have happened. Uh, the calendar's flipped over to, uh, I know in your in your life, the most exciting month of the year. Uh, but before we talk about the race on Saturday and everything that we're going to see the next couple weeks out at the uh, famous uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, you took part in in an event over the weekend that I don't think a lot of people know about uh, called uh, called Rev Indy. Uh, can you explain for some of the audience that may not know myself and, and Josh included uh, what that event is? Yeah, Derek, Josh, thanks for having me on, man. Welcome to May. Thanks for uh, thanks for welcoming me in. I'm actually in the town of Speedway right now, so. Um, yeah, no, Rev is a great event. Um, this, this year was his 10th anniversary. And basically what it is, is it is a fundraiser for the IU Health Foundation. Now, the IU Health is obviously what staffs the infield hospital at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It also provides the doctors and the emergency equipment and personnel that you see when it comes to the AMR safety team that travels around the series um, to all 17 races on the schedule. So um, it's a benefit for that. A lot of drivers come out. Um, it's a very expensive ticket. It sells out every year, but they've raised over $7 million for the IU Health Foundation. A lot of that goes back to uh, what you see, you know, week in and week out. And, you know, I talked to Graham Rahal about it. I said, you know, to the fans and to us media people, the heroes of the sport are the ones that are out there in the, in the race car driving. But their heroes are the ones that are there when things go wrong. It's, it's, it's that recognizable face that they see when they wreck to say, hey, are you OK? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, it's a recognizable face. Um, hey, are you okay? No, my back hurts. Something's going on. It's there, there's there's a big time trust there, 
And uh, it's a great event. It happens every year at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's really the kickoff to the month of May. It always happens the day of the mini marathon, a week before the IndyCar Grand Prix out at the track. So, um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Talked to a lot of drivers, and it's just it's a, it's a great time. And it's it's really that that last night for a lot of these drivers to just enjoy themselves, relax, and uh, not think about what's what's going to embark on them in the next two to three weeks, you know, with the, obviously, as you know, with the, the Grand Prix coming up Saturday, qualifying next week for the Indianapolis 500, and then the 107th running of the 500 coming up here in 19 days. So great event, uh, a lot of fun. So thanks for letting me talk about that. But yeah, it's uh, it's super fun and really fortunate to be there every year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tony, thank you for uh, for explaining that, because I know I've had people ask me uh, in, in the past what it's about. And, and I, I feel bad because I draw a blank because I'm I, I'm not uh, I'm not in the know uh, as as you are. So thank you for uh, filling us all in. Uh, I know you said that you are in the the town of Speedway. You're probably going to spend and probably the next month. Uh, what's the feel like? I know, you know, we're just, we're still a couple days away uh, from the, from the Grand Prix. And then, uh, you know, a couple weeks away yet uh, from, uh, from the greatest spectacle and racing, but uh, what's the feel down there in, in Speedway, you know, having your boots on the ground there? Yeah, I think it's the entire city of Indianapolis, right? Like, you know, when that calendar turns to May and you really start feeling it when, when that big decal comes on the JW Marriott downtown and, and you see the street signs going up for different drivers throughout the city of Indianapolis. Uh, it, it, it really gets to go. And then you have that test that we had two weeks ago. And, and then, yeah, the series shifts down to Barber. And it's kind of like, yeah, it still feels like May, but it's still the last couple of weeks of April. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you walk through the streets of Speedway today. They unveiled the pace car out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. was out at that uh, unveiling today of the Corvette that looks really good. It looks a lot better in person than probably what the photos do justice for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll see a lot of different teams, uh, today was load-in day. So you'll have, I mean, you'll see a lot of the, uh, the haulers, the transporters moving in and out of the racetrack. So, um, I mean, it's ready to go. The flags are up over the turns and, uh, you know, it's, it, it's crazy. I, I, Derek, Josh, I think you probably agree with this. You know, we wait all year for the month of May and then when it gets here, it seems like it goes so fast and, you know, it gets to that first week of June and you look back and you're like, wait. I'm supposed to be getting up to go to the racetrack, but it just it happens so fast because it's so action-packed. There's so much going on. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to take a deep breath, breathe, look around, and just enjoy the fact that we're all out here to enjoy uh, not only what what we love here in the state of Indiana, but what has become such a global event at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah. Uh, Tony, got yeah, a question you're for absolutely you. Absolutely your, uh, I'm just curious with the unveiling no go ahead derek i'm sorry oh uh tony my only question was uh did they let you drive the uh, the corvette that they unveiled today no man i tried they wouldn't let me and then felix rosenquist was there who we know is a chevy driver and i said i said hey you know it'd be really good content would be you know letting me go out there with felix and take a few take a lap or two do, do some burnouts at least at the road course uh that was a big no but but we definitely tried um and it's one of those things it's it was super cool to be a part of and when they rev that bad boy up and sarah fisher hit the gas a little bit i mean you can just feel that so everybody will be able to see that pace car and then and then the big the big question is who's going to drive that thing right i was told today quote it would be somebody that would knock our socks off. So I know they usually keep that close to the chest because a lot of it, you know, they reach for the stars on those things. And, and you know how it is as, as an actor or somebody who is of a loved pop star or somebody who is, 
incredibly important in, in, in popularity. You just don't know to the week of if they can commit to something. So um, I'm hoping it's somebody big. I think for the Grand Prix this week, it would be perfect if it was um, Anthony Richardson, the Colts quarterback. But we'll see what they do over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that would be uh, pretty awesome. Uh, Josh, what do you got? Uh, hi, Tony. I'd like to thank you for coming on. Uh, That's the first time ever talking to you. Uh, question, what is your, what's your favorite part? Outside of the race, what's your favorite part of May? What about the, about the race? You know, I mean, I think, so this will be my 3,500. I've gone to everyone with my father. Um, him and my brother drive or fly in from Seattle every year. That's where my, I'm from Northwest Indiana, but my, my dad lives out in Seattle. Um, you know, outside of, uh, let's say outside of race day, obviously the traditions and the pageantry leading up to gentlemen, start your engines brings a tear to everybody's eyes. And it's, it's, it's an incredible feat, but I think that day before the race, uh, that Saturday carb day is great. You know, you go out there, but that Saturday, you really feel it. Everybody's out having a good time on Georgetown road. There's a great memorabilia show. Um, downtown speedway main street is, is normally hopping that, that day before the race. I just cannot stop thinking about you know, this time tomorrow or in 27 hours or in 30 hours, like we're going to know who's going to win the 500. You know, we build up all month and we just, I think the answer everybody wants to know is who's going to win this race. Who's going to be the driver that's chosen to win the 500. And just that build up, that anticipation that, you know, no matter what's going on in the world or what we're going through or some of the ups and downs that we have in life that we all do, just knowing that that weekend, like all we're thinking about is that race and everything else just kind of gets pushed to the side, no matter how important it can be. And, I, you know, you guys are probably the same. I'm the same. Uh, I'm a friend's house now, right, right now. And they feel the same. It's you're going to the race with, with, with somebody who usually means a lot to you, whether it's a friend or a family member or even both. And just to be able to spend that weekend kind of away from reality, just focusing in on having a good time with your friends and family and being able to be there uh, and, and witness history is awesome. But, but that's Saturday before, man, the ramp up, like it's, it's so cool. Everybody's having a good time. Uh, the, the buzz is about the race. The buzz is about the 500 and, and knowing that you're, you're 24 hours away from green flag or you're 24 hours away from, from finding out who's going to be the winner of the 500 is, 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 is certainly something special. That certainly is an awesome thing. Yeah, it it absolutely is, and and obviously uh, we can't wait uh, for for that last uh, uh, weekend right before Memorial Day. But before we get to that, Tony, we do have a uh, uh, Grand Prix take care of weekend. Uh, curious to hear your thoughts. A little bit of a from from your perspective, uh, who are some of the drivers uh, that are going into this race uh, this weekend? Uh, you know, people need to keep their eye on. You know, I first and foremost. Um, I'm hoping for rain. It's supposed to rain. And we saw how great that that race became last year with Colton Herta and the saves. And, you know, maybe it wasn't the best quote unquote race, but there was chaos. There was, you know, Pato Award, Juan Pablo Montoya. All these guys were spinning off and it was who's going to go on the on the wet tires first. And there was just a different level of strategy that we normally don't get to see uh, outside of that Grand Prix here at the track, because obviously you can't run in the rain on the ovals. Um, so I, I'm kind of wanting some rain, you know, remember Simon Pagino in 2019, um, that really saved his season, saved his, saved his team Penske career, so to speak, by going on a tear, winning that Grand Prix. But that Grand Prix came to him because he was so good in the rain 
and he was down nine seconds with like 10 laps to go to Scott Dixon and he chased him down. So first and foremost, man, you guys, I kind of want to see some rain. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, But other drivers I'm looking for, you know, I was talking to, I was actually talking to Stingray Rob's dad last night, and there's just a lot of drivers that have not gotten off to a good start. And there's more drivers in the series right now that haven't had the results that they're looking for. Uh, Roman Grosjean is a perfect example, right? Like he has been, he's led in every race, but he just hasn't had the results that you would think that he would have based on the car that he's had week in and week out. And, and kind of to add salt to those wounds, Kyle Kirkwood goes out and wins at Long Beach. Um, you know, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing as an organization, not been good this year. Uh, Ed Carpenter Racing have not had the results, and they've had results at the Grand Prix. Both these teams have had results at the Grand Prix. Obviously, Reynolds VK won it back in 2021. Uh, but there's just a, I would say almost more than half the field is just desperate for results. Um, with that being said, you know, if it rains, it kind of opens it up. If it doesn't rain, we've seen Will Power dominate this race. We've seen Joseph Newgarden be good here. We've seen Scott Dixon, and and basically those are the those are the usual Sussex, right? Every every race you go to, you're talking about Power. You're talking about Newgarden. You're probably talking about the likes of Team Penske, um, Scott Dixon. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if a guy like Marcus Erickson, who has the points lead, who comes back to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the month of May as a defending 500 winner. What he can do, Alex Pillow has had speed all year. He's hungry, as we know, for a win. Um, so there's a lot of storylines going into this weekend. And one also to talk about is is Colton Herta. Colton Herta is supposedly the highest paid driver in IndyCar. He got that huge contract that was backed by Gamebridge. There's all the Formula One talk last year that really, I thought, kind of distracted him from Indy on. Like, right, he won the Grand Prix. He wrecked in, in on, on fast or on, excuse me, on carb day. And then he didn't really have the best of a season the remainder of the year. Can Colton Herta turn it around? This guy's desperate for a race win. Uh, his teammate, Kyle Kirkwood, already has a win. His other teammate in Roman Grosjean has two pole positions so far this season. Um, and Colton's just kind of been muddled around there in 8th to 14th. So can Colton come back to the site where he won last at a year ago and put up a result that he desperately needs? Tony, I, I see that you've been watching the uh, 100 Days to uh, Indy because I picked up on that uh, same thing there by uh, Colton Herta uh, being, uh, you know, the highest paid uh, driver. And that kind of kind of uh, threw me back for a little bit. I was like, what has he done outside of you know winning last year that he could lay claim? to being the uh, highest paid driver. So uh, since uh, since that's come out, it's going to be interesting to see uh, that changes his uh, driving style to, uh, a little bit coming again. Uh, I know I, I mentioned this to Josh, and I'm, I'm going to ask you as well. If it does rain, is there a that could potentially rise to the top? Nealon, uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what you said there, but I, I think if it does rain, uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course is about as European of a style racetrack as, as we have. So it always favors those guys that have that European background, like a Felix Rosenquist. Christian Lungard has been great at this racetrack. Uh, he finished third there last year. His first ever race in IndyCar was at the Grand Prix um, a couple of years ago in the summer where he qualified fourth and ended up finishing seventh. Um, you look at those guys, Alexander Rossi, Simon Pagino, these guys, Scott Dixon, even that have that European background where it was, Hey, 
we got sweeping fast turns, mega break zones, huge fast straightaways. Um, you know, I think I think the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course has the most European feel of any of the race courses that IndyCar goes to. And I think with that being said, you're going to see if it does rain, you're going to see a lot of different strategies playing being played out. And those guys that have that European background that cut their teeth overseas racing on those sweeping road courses, I think you're going to see a lot of those guys come to mind. And I see my boy Mike is here. He'll tell you, man. We're on that. I think we're going to hop on that Christian Lungard train this week to finish in the top five, especially if it rains. What's up? I'm, hey, can't, I'm, you can't be talking about rain. No rain. Screw yes, rain. We want, no, we rain. want rain. We want I lost rain. a bet. I lost money because of the rain. No rain. I don't want any rain popping up. It messes up my betting card. I'm still pissed and bitter about her to last year. Yeah. Uh, no, no rain. Welcome on, Mike. How's it going? Good, man. How are you guys doing? I'm, I had to come on and listen to my boy Tony talk. We're having a fantastic time here at, with Tony. He's uh, he's he's very very knowledgeable and uh, very enthusiastic. I don't think we've ever, outside of you, I don't think we've ever had this this big of an enthusiastic uh, guest on. <laughs> Tony, Tony is Tony. Uh, Tony and I hung out uh, one time and uh, a couple times over a weekend, and we we had a good time. We'll we'll save those stories for for another time. But uh, yeah, those uh, are definitely off the record stories. Definitely some stories. Definitely a good time. And uh, yeah, we've been. Hey, look, and we've been Tony and I do the burnout bets show uh, usually before the race and usually before qualifying, and and we've been hitting winners this year. We've only missed Kirkwood and. And we did put a tip out on Kirkwood, so I call that like a half win. So I'm going to give us credit for all the winners and a half uh, so far this year. So we hit another one, like I said, a couple weeks ago. And um, and then we'll we'll talk it out this week. And it's the same cast of characters this week from from a betting perspective for me. It's it's the guys who are fast on the road courses. We just came off of one. You got Palo. Um, I, I've been, I already kind of threw a little hint out on Twitter. I, I'm ready to jump back on the powertrain, especially if the sports books drop a double digit odds on him i had a 12 to 1 ticket last year i'd love to get my hands on another 12 to 1 ticket this year kind of a redemption thing i think the, uh and like tony said with the lungard train uh top five on lungard we can get that look looking to see what what that number is going to be so yeah man i'm excited to bet this race excited to kind of build keep, keep building the 8500 bankroll as we all are uh hey tony so the question that uh derek was asking earlier with the rain do you think that uh, it would help any rookie be able, or any of the three rookies to be able to, you know, maybe slide in and uh, and maybe pull off a win? I don't think it's. I don't think it is. You know, with the rain, it's going to be yeah. very difficult. Even if it's great conditions, I think it's going to be very difficult for a rookie to come in here and win. Yeah, I think you're right. In in the past, rookies have had some success at this road course race, but they haven't been able to get it done. And it takes so much to win a race. I know people think. Oh, you know, you can go out and get it done. But but there is so much that goes into it. Um, I think Armstrong could have a really good race. He's got a Ganassi backing. You know the car is going to be fast. They're going to have great pit stops. Um, am I going to take him to win the race? No. But if you told me that Armstrong was going to finish top 10 after it rained, I would certainly I – I would agree with that. I think if you're, if you're looking from a fantasy perspective as somebody who might be a little bit of a lower rate, whether it's IndyCar fantasy or you do a salary cap like I do – uh, I think he's certainly a, a value play, um, but I don't think him 
Um, Augustine Canapino has had some good luck this year, but he hasn't been great. I mean, obviously he got off to a good start at St. Pete with a 12th place finish. Um, Stingray Rob, like I mentioned, I ran into his dad last night. We we're just talking about how, how bad of luck he has had so far this year. Um, no, I don't think that a rookie is going to sniff the podium, uh, but would not be shocked if Armstrong was in the top 10 in that Ganassi car at the end of the day. Good stuff. Um, Mike, uh, you got any good bets for us this week, this week coming up? I know we uh, usually wait until uh, qualifying, which is going to be late on, uh, late on Friday. Look, it's, uh, it, it'll all be about the numbers that come out. Like again, like the guys who I think are the same guys we saw that we were on last week, it, you know, and I, I'll probably start to include Grosjean in that. Like Tony mentioned, like, you know, uh, watching the hundred days, Andy, I caught up on the second episode and the first episode, um, I, you know, he's, he's been in a position to win every race. He's been fast this year. Um, so I got to give that some credit. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I was trying to like Tony and I, sometimes we text back and forth trying to guess who the favorite's going to be. It's probably co-favorites new, new garden and, and uh, award would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so then again, I think there's going to be good numbers on Grosjean, good numbers on Polo. I'll, I'll jump right back on the, the Polo train uh, again this weekend. He's been quick here. And then Power is the other guy I'm, I'm keeping a close eye on. So that's kind of like the cast of characters uh, who I'll be looking to bet pre-qualifying and just get, you know, the numbers might not be big numbers. They're not going to be 15, 18, 19, 20 to ones. But as far as I'm concerned, if I can get any of those guys at five, six, seven, eight, nine to one, knowing that they're going to put it up top and all of a sudden drop to two to one, three to one, like, like I'm, I'm sometimes I'm betting, you know, well, most of the time I'm trying to bet numbers, not drivers, you know, just knowing what I know about drivers, you want to bet numbers, to be successful. So you got to kind of understand what you're, uh, what you're doing to gamble. And the other thing I'll say, not related to the, you know, speaking of that hundred days to Indy, it, it kind of made me want to bet award for the 500. Um, yeah, of course, you know, just, just the watching that, watching him talk about Texas and, and then thinking to myself, okay, like I remember we had tickets on, on new garden and award for that race and they had the field yep. lapped. Um, and, we, were, uh, we were sitting real pretty there. Yeah, I was like counting my money and then all of a sudden some, you know, some, some yellows cycled the wrong way and all of a sudden we had to sweat that win, but we still got it. But, uh, but uh, even still, like he's got fast uh, car and that's the car he's going to use at Indy. And he, he mentioned that on, uh, and he's got some good history there. I think he's got the chops. So uh, yeah. the bad part about that is I went and looked and he was, he's the co-favorite now. So probably missed that boat. So I'm hoping maybe, you know, I'd love to see him qualify like third or fourth or fifth and then uh, i can um, but he's definitely on my indy indy 500 radar in terms of uh odds i do have an award championship ticket already in my pocket um so that'd be something cool and uh that i think i think he could win the title this year so uh the other thing i'd say is i know tony loves erickson i'm i'm gonna stick to my guns here uh i bet i bet erickson not to win those two races i'm sticking to it i'm you're on edge i'm not jumping off that train so far you know, besides a, a freak thing in St. Pete, which I got reminded of on the, the, the CW show, uh, he shouldn't have any wins. So I'm going to stick to him, fading him as we go. And Josh, I'll say this real quick, and I think Mike and I will play off of this, uh, you know, and we'll look at the forecast. If it's going to be a clear day, your, your winner is going to come from those top five starting spots, maybe even those first two rows. You know, the chaos comes if it does rain and strategy comes into play. Or, you know, and, and then it also just becomes dumb luck, right? I think if that if this race last year was ran under sunny conditions, Colton Herta would not have won that race. 
Um, if, if, if we forecast that it's going to be a pretty decent day where rain's not going to come into factor, your winner on, on Saturday is more than likely at the extreme most is going to come out of that top six. More than likely you could narrow it down to that top four. Um, and that's what Mike and I try to do on the burnout bet show. I mean, we've, we've narrowed it down to probably two or three drivers a piece. Uh, and even at Texas, I mean, him and I, you know, our show, our, our burnout bet show for Texas could have been two seconds. Hey, Mike, Pato and Joseph. Sure. Tony Pato and Joseph. And we could have signed off and we nailed it. Um, but yeah, so it is again, for the fans sake, the weather and the rain is going to be a lot of fun uh, for the better sake. You probably are going to have a better chance to just be clear. Uh, but there are a lot of guys, I think, on Thursday night, Friday morning, when 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 those odds come out that you can get pretty decent numbers on that maybe end up qualifying in that top four. Those, and by decent numbers, we're talking a Polo if he's maybe at a plus 450, an Erickson if he's at a plus 400, a Pato, as Mike mentioned, at a plus 350, Joseph at plus 300. Um, but I, but what Mike mentioned is, you know, I even think when these odds come out, you know, it, it's worth it to hop on a guy like Will Power, who's probably going to be a five to one. Yeah, I think he's going to be bigger than that. Uh, at least I'm hoping. But uh, I'd also say, like, you know, this track historically has had usually one guy sneaks into the top six that, like, just doesn't belong with the rest. Yeah. You, uh, there was a VK one year. There was a Connor Daly he has a good history here of sneaking up into the fast six. Uh, you can get huge numbers on those guys. Now, granted, they never end up winning the race. They're usually a fade when it comes to that. But, um, you know, you can get some good value. You have a nice tick in your pocket. I think, uh, you know, Tony and I haven't even talked about this, but my guess is he'll agree. I think Lungard could be that guy this year. Like that could that could be like kind of the the weird outside team, you know, little team that could. Uh, it's funny how we call Ray Hall a little team now, but um, they are. Uh, that sneaks into that top six. He's got he's got that, some chops here. I wouldn't be surprised if you see like a daily do something. I, I doubt it, but um, this track does have a history of having like kind of one kind of random dude that sneaks up in there in that top uh, top six and can be in those first two rows and, and and could get lucky and and if we don't have a rain rain shortened race could could pull through. Good stuff. Uh, Tony got a question for you. Uh, me and Mike have uh, talked about this on previous shows. Um, why do you think that the uh, sports books are not as big into IndyCar as they are um, as they are NASCAR and F1? Uh, I mean, there's there's more. Seems like there's more more bets I can make on a truck truck on the truck series than I can yeah. on the IndyCar, and uh, they just don't is they don't seem to want to get in on uh, on sponsoring any of the cars. I know. I know Caesars has been big into the 500, but trying to get outside of the 500. Why do you think the lack of uh, lack of uh, lack of stuff uh, in, involvement with the sports books for IndyCar? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. And Mike and I found out down at St. Pete that Caesars is not going to be involved at the racetrack at, at IMS like they were last year. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I think it's a couple of different things. I think first and foremost is IndyCar is, is a niche, right? And there's not as a lot of people that are betting on it like we are. And we may talk to all of our friends who love IndyCar that are betting on it, but outside of 465, how many people are actually betting on IndyCar week in and week out? Now, the, the Indy 500 is a different beast. People are going to bet more on it. Um, two, I don't think IndyCar has been as open and willing to um, the sports books as NASCAR has, as Formula One has, right? NASCAR, you got a couple different cars that are sponsored by, whether it's BetMGM or FanDuel or Barstool Sportsbook. We just haven't seen IndyCar open up and allow that, which is mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling to Mike. We've talked about this. Like, 
what do you do when you walk in an Indy 500? You buy a $2 copy of the Indianapolis Star, you cut it up, and you put all of the cars into a hat, and everybody pulls it out for five bucks a piece, right? So you should have gambling booths or, or, or you know, just kiosks right there at the track that you can bet on. Um, I think what we're all, you know, what we're all doing and, and what Mike and I certainly try to do is to grow it. And, and, and we've got some people from the action network that are paying attention to us and checking us out. And, um, our friend, Eric Smith does some great stuff for covers. Um, it's just about growing it. But at the end of the day, um, IndyCar is a niche sport that isn't quite as popular, maybe outside of 465 as it is here. And, um, you know, a, a, a good friend of mine, Jake Query was on IndyCar radio network. We had this discussion all the time. If you took the field of 33 and sat them or walked them down the Las Vegas Strip on any random day, how long would it take for all 33 drivers to be recognized? And unfortunately, they'd probably be there for a year if they weren't wearing their gear. So, um, you know, it's it's just not as popular as we want it to be. It's growing. It's getting there. Formula One has taken away some of that popularity, but it's also brought some opportunity to IndyCar to say, hey, we have an Indy Formula style race car. We're fast. You don't know who's going to win our races. Look, uh, a buddy texted me on Sunday and said, are you going to watch the Formula One race? I said, I'm going to watch the opening. I'm going to take a nap, and I bet I'll wake up with five laps to go and Max Verstappen's in the lead. And guess what happened? Like, starting ninth on the grid at Formula One, they were just talking over and over about it. It's so hard to win from ninth. Nobody's done it since 1982. You can't win from back there. Yet he was, like, Verstappen was still plus 125 to win the race. Um, IndyCar is unpredictable. It's fast. It's close quarters. You never know who's going to win. Um, and I hope that the American people and, and globally start to see that, start to see the, some value in, in the betting side of things and get out to a race. And, you know, you, you when, when, when you watch it on, on TV, as somebody doesn't follow it, you're going, oh, OK, it's cars around in the circle. But if you get to a track, you smell it, you feel it, you hear it. Um, it just it takes over your senses and you want to come back for more. So it's just about getting people to the racetrack to see the product. Okay. That yeah. plus one twenty five is great. He's usually minus two hundred. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, Tony, I'll it take this. Obvious. This is great. <laughs> but yeah, Tony's right. I think it's IndyCar's fault, Josh. I don't know. I I just I just think they're uh, just uh, old schools running. Uh, you know, I love Roger Penske, but I just think he's out of touch when it comes to this. And it's no, there's not. The people in charge are just not in his ear. They just don't realize they're missing their chance to grow a whole other market of people. Uh, I I've referenced golf to Tony with Tony and, and, and Tony. yeah, like golf had had this huge resurgence, uh, just basically due to DraftKings and and betting, like fantasy lineups and betting. And all any car has got to do is make one phone call to DraftKings, and they'll set up a contest. They'll set up. They'll they'll be sponsors. They'll, they're they're begging to give money out. How many DraftKings commercials do you see a day when you're watching sports? It's ridiculous. And now, and like, how can IndyCar not realize? Do they not watch any other sports? Like, I'm watching. I'm watching. We're. I know you're watching playoff hockey, Josh. We've been betting on it. Uh, I think I got. I got the over tonight on New Jersey and uh, Carolina, which I'm, I'm hoping hit because when I, I walked over here, it was I needed a goal. But they're they're streaming the odds in the top, like, and the commentators in between periods are saying like, "Hey, currently." This is, you know, this is so-and-so. This is, you know, Panthers are minus 115 to win this in overtime. And Boston's, you know, plus 210, whatever it is. Like, they're they're, they're using all this in their content. And, like, IndyCar is just – they tried, but it was such a mess. Like, yeah. having, having Bell and, and those guys, like, 
they were quoting pre-qualifying odds. The odds were wrong. Like, like, you know, Lee Duffy was trying, like it just, you know, they tried a little bit, but it was just like, it's just like everything else, like just kind of half-assed it and it didn't like, they didn't, they didn't put enough effort into it. Derek, did you have something to add in? Yeah, I think this is this is great content. Yeah, th- yeah, this is this is great, and and hopefully, you know, IndyCar is, is listening to uh, not only what the what some of us in the media want, uh, but what the fans want uh, as well. I, I have to. I would be remiss, Tony, if I didn't have you uh, talk about. Uh, the uh, the media that you worked for uh, in uh, pimp your stuff there at uh, burnout sports what yeah thanks for that um yeah no we just kind of built a little bit of a community and uh we saw what mike was doing and, and and the great content that he was producing on twitter and we we reached out a little bit more than a year ago and and, and here we are we have a great rapport it's always a good show um we have a really good chemistry and i mean i met him for the first time at saint pete and it was like we've been friends for years we hung out all weekend and had an absolute blast um we've got the indie boys that kind of help us do some stuff as well and then uh, my full-time gig is with the fans place uh we have free indie car contests every week you answer 10 predictive questions i know mike's been in a few of them so far uh, we've got some awesome prizes coming out for the month of may we got sweet tickets to give away more shirts from the shop and indie um that does a lot of the retro indianapolis 500 shirts so um you know it's 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 a dream of mine right like i worked at i worked at radio here for 10 years i always wanted to be involved at the indianapolis motor speedway and the 500 and here we are so it's been a cool little community community to build um you know we kind of all support each other whether it's you know the david lands of the world or Derek coming on your podcast or um you know eric smith you know just talking to anybody who you know, I mean, look, NBC and the Indy Star, they have their thing, and that's great. But, you know, we're, we're content creators. We're the online stuff. We can we can post stuff whenever we want. We don't have to wait for tomorrow's newspaper. We, we, we can go live whenever, you know, Mike leaves the pool when his kids are swimming competitively. It's 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 great. It works out. So um, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been cool. Derek, I know you've been a part of it as well, and I thank you guys for having us on. And, uh, you know, any, any, anything we can do for you guys and just keep growing everybody. You know, when, when, when the tide rises, all ships – whatever the, whatever the phrase is, right? Like when, 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 when we're all doing well and we're supporting IndyCar, it helps grow the sports. So uh, looking forward to a great month of May and, and, and just can't wait for this weekend. Yeah. Those fans place contests are cool for IndyCar. I, I, I consistently become the bridesmaid and then uh, whoever, whatever guy writes those questions likes to troll me with Erickson questions, which is bull crap. So There'll be one this week. I promise. Well, and my answer will be, will Erickson win? It'll be a big no. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Uh, uh, Tony, uh, where can, uh, where can people, uh, pick up that, uh, great content to, uh, the, uh, indie boys I know for, and, uh, uh, Mike, where content at? Yeah. You can follow us, uh, at burnout sports at burnout bets, uh, at Indy underscore bet at Tony, the Indies, my Twitter account. Um, you can download the fans place app, uh, in, in your play store or your Apple I store. And, uh, you know, Mike and I will be back. I'm going to be, I'm going to be hands on the ground. So talking to people, figuring out where everybody's at, you know, who's, who's, who's the bets, who's not. And then, um, you know, usually about an hour or two before green flag, you can count on Mike and I 
being on the burnout bets account, doing a quick Twitter spaces, breaking the entire card down of, of who we're betting on for, for, for that day's IndyCar race. So you can check us out uh, across all social media platforms, uh, starting with burnout sports. Nailed it. Uh, like I said, Tony, uh, Mike, uh, good stuff as always. Uh, Tony, look forward to uh, seeing you on on Friday. And uh, Mike, I know uh, we're meeting up at some point. We're going to uh, meet up. I don't know if it's going to be this month or uh, or when. But uh, Mike, definitely want to cross paths with you. Thank you to both of you as always. Uh, for uh, look forward uh, uh, to seeing you, Tony, uh, this weekend, and hopefully uh, see Mike down the road. See you, boys. We'll see you this weekend. Yeah. Say hello. Thank you, guys. I'll come say hello. Okay. See you, guys. Uh, Josh, uh, good stuff there. Uh, I know. Uh, I know you had to love. Uh, Tony's answer uh, about uh, why IndyCar doesn't uh, take full advantage of those uh, uh, casinos and, and sports books. Uh, curious to uh, get your response uh, in that. I know it was a long-winded answer uh, by Tony, but uh, in my opinion, I, I think he's absolutely spot on. I mean, I love his answer. I love it and I don't like it at the same time. I love the fact that I love what he's saying, but I don't like the fact that he's that we that we have to say this, that we have to constantly over and over and over. You know, it's just like my rant with Doug Bowles back uh, back with the uh, carb day. It, you're old fashioned. You need to stay if you want to grow your sport, you need to grow. You need to step into the 20th, the 21st century. You know, betting has grown so much over the years. You know, Indiana has has the has has several casinos where they have sports books and they have online gambling. And can you imagine having a ticker go across somewhere in the somewhere in Indiana, in Indianapolis Motor Speedway that has the odds for where for what the drivers are? You have 300,000, over 300,000 people that are going to be at that race. Not all of them are going to be legal to gamble, but they can go on and just imagine the amount of money that they can, that they can win. And then maybe they take that, they take that winnings and they go on to the next weekend when we, when we're in uh, Detroit, the city of Detroit and they put that money on that, you know, you just grow it. I just am so frustrated. Like I said, you can get better better betting on the NASCAR truck series, the truck series, which is arguably their third best, their third series in NASCAR. And you get better, you get better, uh, better, better traction on it. It's sad. Uh, and as Tony Donahue was, Tony, Tony was saying, you know, they tried to, they tried to come out with a, with, with a show that, but the, the analysts just were not, we're not as educated on it. I think a great thing, IndyCar, go out, hire Tony Donahue, get Mike, get Burnout Sports on there, put them on there. They would have one heck of a show, and I think they would bring a lot more fans in and more gambling for the series. And I don't even, you know what, I'll agree with that, and I'll expand it a step further. They don't even have to have them consistently on the broadcast. Just have cut into them every so often. They only like I said they don't have to be full time on the broadcast. Just have them cut in because I, I think what you are looking for there is is those announcers 
And and this is no disrespect to the announcers at NBC or Peacock. So so please don't take it that way. They're just a little inept when it comes to gambling. They are just a little inept. And and I think you're, you're spot on. Uh, add Tony and Mike to the broadcast. And again, they don't have to be on screen. They don't have to be on camera full time. Just cut away from them every so often. And, and, and the updated odds with 53 laps to go, this, this, and this. I, I think that would be perfect. They don't, like I said, they don't have to be on camera full time. They don't have to be on screen full time. Just cut away from them every so often. Oh, definitely. And like they, like uh, Mike was talking about DraftKings. DraftKings has a commercial on at least every other every other commercial break for most major sports. And that you know you get you go on you get you get drivers and you just you win in fantasy fantasy sports. Fantasy sports is a huge huge business. There are NFL fantasy football leagues where they're a million dollar buy-in, million dollar buy-in for an NFL f- thing. And they're they're missing the boat on it and I think they're just trying to be purists. You can still be pure and stay stick to your guns but you have to grow your sport. People nowadays like gambling. They want to be able to wager on their sport on the sport. It makes it funner. I watch an NFL game and if it's not if it's not the Colts, I'm not interested. But if I have some skin in the game as they would say, I'm more interested. I'm rooting. I'm telling, "Hey, Jamar Chase, go for that extra yard." You know, Patrick Mahomes, throw that extra touchdown or run for it you know, because I could make money off of it. I, I think basically, and it seems like we come to the same argument uh, time after time. I, I think it's time not only for uh, Doug Bowles and, and Roger Pinsky, you know, no disrespect. You guys have done tremendous things out at the track, uh, but I think it's time to adapt with the times. Um, you know, we got to stop with the, the, and I know you're going to love this, the 1980 uh, rock acts and I think it's time to catch up with the times there and I think it's uh, well overdue uh, to catch up with uh, the gambling sports gambling that is obviously uh, taking this country uh, by storm Josh with all that being said uh, Josh I know we did a disservice last week we need to get to our sponsors and then uh, we'll uh, we'll tie a big bow uh, on this uh, show so uh, you know it's it's amazing that uh, some of the uh, sponsors uh, that we have, uh, the, the two specifically that are here uh, week after week. Uh, first one is Always Ready 1776 uh, for your patriotic apparel, headwear, and more. Uh, go check out alwaysready1776.com and use their promo code. If you do find something that you want to purchase, uh, push to pass for 10% off of your order. That's Always Ready 1776. Com. And then also for all of your home design, build, and remodel needs, it's Getem Associates, Inc. Uh, get them uh, at uh, at getem.com uh, promo code push to pass and use that and you get $250 off any design service always ready 1776.com and uh, getem.com for all of your home design build and remodel needs so good thing to get uh, that out out of the way got to keep those uh, those sponsors happy uh josh before we put a big a big bow uh, a big checkered flag uh, on uh, on episode 25 uh, anything else uh, you want to add about uh, what to, what to expect uh, on saturday before we get to the uh, closer and we get on out of here 
I'm excited. I can't wait to watch the race. I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to get out there on Friday after I get off work and uh, join you and watch the qualifying and see how they do. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great experience for me. First time ever being being on uh, as I say media row, be able being able to get close enough to the drivers and talk to them and uh, maybe hopefully we'll get some uh, some good content. I know you're gonna be there early. I'm just excited. Um, we got our we got our credentials today approved for Detroit, so we'll be going there. But uh, not looking ahead, I am so excited for for the uh, the amount of time I'm going to be able to spend out of the track. Um, hopefully, it will uh, change my mind about the track, uh, and then, of course, at the end of the month, we're going to have the uh, great <clears throat> Big Daddy uh, Grand Stage where uh, Indianapolis 500. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Can't uh, can't wait for uh, for Friday. Uh, remember, first practice uh, kicks off at uh, nine thirty. Uh, if you don't have uh, if you don't have an account on Peacock, you can always listen on uh, Sirius XM Indie Car Radio. So uh, that does it for episode twenty five. A huge thank you to uh, Tony Donahue uh, and Mike of Burnout Sports. Uh, Burnout Bets always love their content, and uh, I recommend going and checking out. Uh, their stuff as we like to do on a daily basis uh, for myself and Josh and everyone else here at uh, Push to Pass. Uh, it is time to get to the show closer and we will get out of here. A reminder, uh, check uh, check Push to Pass Twitter on Saturday. We will put our race picks right before the green flag drops at 3.30 p.m. So again, for myself, Josh, and everyone else here at the Push to Pass podcast, we will talk to you one week from now. What does it take to win on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course? The impossible. You endure more G-forces than an astronaut and push the car to the absolute limit for two straight hours. No half times, no timeouts. It doesn't seem humanly possible because it isn't the real world. It's the NTT IndyCar Series. Watch the NTT IndyCar Series GMR Grand Prix this Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern, live on NBC and Peacock.